0: to the Boxing Rant Podcast. Leave your kid gloves at home. But I'm the best ever. My style is impetuous. There's no one that can match me. I'm the most brutal and vicious and most ruthless champion that's ever been. My defense is impregnable. Anybody can get it. What up, what up, fight fans? Welcome back to episode 376 of the Boxing Rant Podcast. I'm Kenny Keith. And I'm joined, as always, by Vince Cummings.
1: What up, Vin? What's going on, brother? You know, thank God we got a nice little boxing pay-per-view card to cleanse our palates from last weekend. Did you know, sir, that we have the rematch you didn't know you needed? Mr.
0: Robert Guerrero versus Andre Berto 2. No shit. (laughs) Does that mean that we get the return of Camp Berto?
1: I mean, I'm, I'm hoping that bit picks up immediately on Twitter. <laughs> oh, immediately. Man.
0: Well, I don't even know who the creator of that bit was, because I sure should, wasn't the
1: one posting that stuff. No, I posted none of it. I wasn't approaching
0: that line, son. No, no. The ghost of Robert Guerrero. Yeah, he ghost. Look, <laughs> literally. You know, look, I hate to take a dump on somebody's career because Robert Guerrero had a really, really good career. I mean, he earned that fight with Floyd Mayweather, and, and Floyd was more than happy to bring up another small fighter for a W. You know, that had a big name at the time, a surging <laughs> fighter at the time. But the, but, but, uh, f- you know, Robert Guerrero will forever be endeared to my heart as being one of the foundational pieces of the PBC. He kicked off what would never happen again. I don't think afterwards. <laughs> a 12 o'clock noon show. So it must have been a 9 a.m. fight on the West Coast because it was at the StubHub Center. That's right. Remember? And there was like 50 people in the StubHub Center. And you literally saw on camera guys with headsets on redirecting the crowd to be where the camera was pointed.
1: Come in. in, in. Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It was like they had extras. They had to pull people in from off the streets. Hey, guys, there's a fight happening. (laughs) I mean, quite honestly, you've been there. Yeah. I've been to that arena. Yeah. How would you know it's going on in there? It's kind of up the hill about a quarter mile off the main road. And then down in a pit <laughs> once you get up there. Oh, it just cracks me up, dude. I
1: mean, that's it's really that was like kind of the start of the clowning of the PBC. Like when we I remember watching that and it's like, "What is this?" They are literally
0: Moving people around a different camera show. It just reminds me of a Randy Travis song. Oh, digging up bones, (laughs) we're digging up bones. (laughs) Uh, I mean, dude. Hey, I guess uh, it's it's one uh, you know farewell. Yeah. Thank you. Right. Remember Andre Berto endured all those years being the shield, the protector. (laughs) Right. That's
1: how. That's how Robert got to fight.
0: He was. He was the Heimdall. Of Floyd Mayweather fights. He stood there as the guardian at the gate, you know? And then got the last paycheck. He did he did indeed he sent the man off into fucking retirement although Floyd may own all those skyscrapers so he owns like nine skyscrapers and all these cities he owns this <laughs> tower and that <laughs> tower Uncle Al invested every penny for him right uh-huh I don't know when you got another when you got a rematch with John Gotti the third coming up that tells me that uh, that Louis Vuitton purse is running a little light on cashish <laughs> they, they might need to liquidate one of those skyscrapers
1: how how does one earn himself i'm guessing upwards of 10 million dollars fighting john Gotti the third which i believe is for the second time because i think they fought already
0: they did apparently it they was did. a dq I or some have, shit i, I wouldn't know. have told anybody about it <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> oh my i wouldn't God. Have, I, I, yeah i wouldn't admit that
1: I, I cannot believe he's able to pull these bits off and, uh, and and get this money who wants to see it though is there an audience for it uh, there's obviously an audience for it i mean he keeps getting these exhibition
0: pay-per-views. That shit's wild, dude. Absolutely wild. Robert Guerrero, Andre Berto. I mean, shit, dude. I, look, we, we said it two episodes ago when we were joining on these heavyweights before the big news, right? It's like, I, I don't think there are generations coming from behind. I think we're just going to watch these guys fight <laughs> a senior circuit, and the senior circuit is going to be the future of boxing. Right. Could be the end. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Well, that would be a good thing. (laughs) I mean, it's the end of the show. So, look, man, the return of Robert Guerrero and Andre Berto should not overshadow what is going to be uh, a great main event, a main event that a lot of people uh, are, are highly anticipating, right? We got the return of Shakur Stevenson in action. We'll do the post-fight of that. We got the fight preview, David Benavidez versus Demetrius Andrade. We got the Day of Reckoning. We'll talk a little bit about Mm. it. You know, we were ahead of the game, ahead of the news We don't operate in legacy media. You know what I mean? (laughs) We operate in real time. We Uh had it about a week before the announcement. But anyways, (laughs) moving forward. Uh, Yeah, so there's the day of reckoning and then, of course, the announcement of the undisputed heavyweight championship of the world. Mm. And we'll kind of get into our psychoanalysis Caps on there uh, for Fury and Alexander Usyk. Who's in whose head, then? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's my favorite conversation. <laughs> oh, mine, too. Mine, too. Uh, yeah, so it's a pretty jam-packed episode 376 of the Boxing Rant podcast. If you haven't subscribed already, uh, hit us up on X at the Boxing Rant and at Vince Cummings 81. The show can be found anywhere, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everywhere, they play. All right, Vin, let's get in to episode 376. It was the return of Shakur Stevenson. Nobody has any idea where Frank Martin was, but (laughs) Shakur Stevenson fought against Edwin De Los Santos for the vacant WBC lightweight title. All right, I have one thing to say here, and I'll pass it to you. Oh, God. Shakur Stevenson, as as immense of a talent as he is, Mm -hmm. there's one ability he possesses over every other fighter within range of him in weight. And this is why the fight against Tank sucks. This is why the fight against Tank, I still believe, even after this performance against De Los Santos, that Shakur still wins because he has one superpower no other fighter has. He has the ability to literally stink it out Mm -hmm. against any level of competition in boxing within. uh, Look, people hate it. We knew it was always there. We were looking. Dude, I put money on a knockout. I thought he was going to take that next step. He needs to take that next step. You've been on TV since your first fucking fight. Yeah. So what do you say, Vin? What do you say about Shakur? Is he just going to? Is, is this is how he going to deal with difficult competition? It's just by being able to I back up faster than anybody else in boxing. Uh, look, man, I, I
1: like you think Shakur's an immense talent. All right, I, I'll, I'll give him that. I'll take all that and, and and put it in front of everything. I'm not. There's no questioning how good the guy is as a fighter. My fucking problem with the man as a fighter is the lack of any kind of desire to take initiative to make something happen instead of neutralizing your opponent and realizing I can do this fucking shit all day. Yeah. I can do this for 25 rounds if I got to, and I'm going to win 90% of the rounds, the aversion to take the fucking risk to even get hit at all. I'm not into watching a fighter who fights like that. I don't care how good you are. I don't care how, you know, people inside boxing proclaim how good you are. I proclaim how good you are. It is an unbelievable discredit to the fucking sport when you say to somebody that's not a diehard fan or that's somebody that just watches boxing when it's on, right? They know Shakur Stevenson. And they, y- you hear the rhetoric coming in. This is the best young talent in boxing. This is this, that, pound for pound, one of the best in the world. Man, if you're going to fucking fight like that, you don't belong on any pound for pound list. If you're a boxing fan, that shit right there is so goddamn... I, I, but he was hurt, Finn. He didn't feel good. Yeah, see, that's the other thing. You, you don't... Look, you can come into a, fi- a fight hurt. That's fine. That doesn't give you... The fucking, you know, the reason to after the fight say the typical fucking shit now, I'm not here to make any excuses, but (laughs) just don't say that, man. Yeah. Don't say that. If you're hurt, you're hurt. It is what it is. I don't, you know, but you can't make excuses afterwards. Everybody fucking plays hurt at some point in their life. And I get it. Every fighter can also be expected to put on their best performance. And I heard people echoing that after this fight. This ain't the first time, people. It's not the first time we've seen it. It's not the second time we've seen it. It will will be the last. It's not the third fucking time. Yeah, it's certainly not the last fucking time. If Shakur Stevenson fights like that, I have no interest in his career. I, I literally have zero interest in watching any more of it. Ken, I did not stay up to watch the fight, not because I thought it was going to be boring. I actually thought it was going to be a decent fight, but I can't stay up that late on a weeknight. I didn't watch the whole fight. I'm not going to watch the whole thing because I, I already know what's being echoed on Twitter. I watched the first fucking five rounds. I'm like, fucking enough. My life is not worth the next fucking 29 or 28 minutes of uh, of
0: boxing. That's good sleep.
1: Fuck, yeah. Fuck that, dude. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's shameful. And, and same thing from De Los Santos. He didn't fucking put forth any effort. He was content with not getting his ass whooped, it looked like, because he's like, ah, if this is what he's going to do, I'll just take this loss, you know? People who scored rounds for De Los Santos, like I saw people trying to say this was a 6-6 fight. I, look, I, if if you're not trying, I'm, I'm of the opinion half them rounds that I saw should have been scored 9-9. Yeah. Yeah. Because nobody fucking tried to win anything.
0: No. it's it's It was embarrassing. But what happens, Vin, when you are literally Guillermo Rigondial without power? See, this is one thing. We were the biggest critics of Guillermo Rigondial's style and stunts, right? Mm-hmm. So electric on his tippy toes, he can go back and forth in and out of the pocket faster than anybody in boxing, right? As boring as the motherfucker was, there was power that could come at any moment. So even while you were dozing off, there was a a, a potential of waking back up. Right, right. (laughs) With Shakur, there's no redeeming value in that. He either has to step in and engage and fight, Or he's going to be relegated to this defensive stop because he ain't really feeling it. Uh, Here's what he should not be feeling. It's his ace in the hole. I feel like he's got this thing in his pocket that he knows he can revert to if things just don't feel right. Like, I'm sorry, man. When you are on TV for every single fucking fight you've ever had, mm -hmm. dude, you're going to get criticized more than anybody else. And and becoming a a once-a-year fighter or making sure it's only twice, no more than twice. Look, man.
1: That arena was not even halfway full. No. They they tried to showcase. This is top ranks, like, number one young prospect. Not, not even prospect. Number one young talent that yeah. they're building for something. Yeah. They purposefully put this fight on on a Thursday night when F1 was in Las Vegas. A lot of people there Should be able to get people to come see Boxing's best young talent Well they couldn't get anybody to come Thank fucking god nobody came to the arena Cause I, do, all those, are- do
0: those stuffy ass cunts Are they big boxing fans? I don't think so Aren't F1 fans like the stuffiest of cunts? I mean those that sports There's some serious money in that I've sport. never even met a human being that watches it I've heard people talk about it Were you looking up? <laughs> <laughs> Look at them they watch amazing things, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. Like this was an absolute flop
1: of uh, of epic proportions across the board. Yeah, uh, the fucking fights on at what twelve thirty? I don't even know what time it, it went was-
0: on. Yeah, the main event went on after midnight.
1: Yeah, I mean Jesus
0: fucking on Christ Coast. on a
1: Thursday night. You're yeah. going up against Thursday night football, which is probably over by
0: then. Who cares? But it's it's, it's, it's on a- ESPN Plus. There's no excuses. If you if this thing was 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 Well they
1: wanted their slot on ESP regular ESPN too, I get it, but you should have like it doesn't matter. So
0: you prioritize fights for guys we'll never see again. Got them in the primetime slot on TV, right? And then we switched to ESPN plus for the main event after everybody's gone to sleep. I, I, look, look, Top Rank may have a system that works better than anybody else's system, but there's elements of Top Rank that I visualize the inside of the Top Rank offices looking like a movie from the nineteen mid-1970s in a newsroom where everybody's smoking <laughs> cigarettes with fucking see-through <laughs> green visors on, right? Right. I mean, like some of the shit they do, like that lighting rig they've been dragging across across country uh, since dude, 1971. I, I don't
1: believe I, I, I can't. I cannot believe that there
0: isn't is hundreds of people that have seizures. <laughs> we, we have, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we like you guys, but you gave me a seizure that one time. Remember?
1: <laughs> it's, it's Noxious.
0: <laughs> yeah, none of that polish was going to smooth out this turd.
1: Look, man. I, yeah, Shakur, uh...
0: soul searching.
1: Soul You yeah, only got so many lives as a fighter, man, for fans to, to keep coming back. Yeah. And, you know, he's trying to get all these big fights with Haney and Tank and all this. Sh- Dude, you you are putting like he didn't take the 25% from Haney, which I don't believe was a real thing anyways. Nobody was making that fight. I, you ain't getting 25% now. No. You ain't getting 25% now. Why would Devin now? Haney
0: want to chase you around the I, ring I, all night? How about this? I, that, this is hilarious to me just fighters
1: reacting after this fight so Haney says you know 25% you ain't getting that shit now right and Tank gets on and, and quote tweets that and he's like yeah player I'll, about, I'll probably give you about 10% when we fight <laughs> and you're gonna take that shit <laughs> I, I, dude I'm like that is fucking absolutely perfect it's perfect but, but-, but how about the nerve of Frank Martin to tweet the emoji of a plate and fork and knife like calling Shakur Stevenson food after you turned down the biggest payday of your career, sir, and and after watching that, I mean, you have to feel like an absolute <laughs> idiot if you couldn't have done
0: better than De La Santos. Jesus Christ! What? Hold on a second. What what's Frank Martin serving up? Cooked duck, <laughs> <laughs> foie gras. <son. laughs> I mean, where was Frank Martin? Well, the good thing is Frank Martin went in the ring trying to, you know, trying to chase Shakur Stevenson as he does his fucking superpower backup move. <laughs> Well, what's your power move? The backup slide. (laughs) (laughs) What?
1: Fighters are so fucking funny, man. They
0: are, man. Oh, you're only going to offer this. You're only going to offer that. Okay, bottom line, all three of you fucking dim-witted divas think we're going to impose these kind of sanctions so we don't have to fight each other. You know, (laughs) this is why I I guarantee you, like, you know, the... uh, like that big fat bellied salty prince that's over there putting on all the fucking fights. Let's invest all the money in the heavyweight division. He probably looks at these lightweights and he's probably like, I don't want them little cocky motherfuckers over here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Probably like those dudes are a fucking joke. I don't know Devin Muslim though. No. no, but you thought you Devin Muslim, all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like especially Mike. when it gotta be. Yeah, yeah, especially <laughs> yeah. Just like Mike Tyson. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here uh. with that bullshit, man. <laughs> Devin has been trying his entire life to be more street and thuggish, ruggish Than let's say his upbringing was. He's got a little John Morant inside of him, wouldn't you say? Trying to prove to all the hardcore bras out there that he's hardcore when in reality he talks like this. (laughs) I mean, dude, it's a joke. He's got gold teeth and he's got got little twists in his fucking braids and he's got like long, like big rings on and stuff. It's like, dude, you were chopping firewood in some ASICS gels, okay? (laughs) Like, the only real. Hardcore motherfucker in this equation is Tank. Tank got court yeah, dates uh, to prove yeah. it. <laughs> the only one with real street cred here, like Shakur beating up fucking white dudes in a parking garage after a fucking, yeah, you nah, know, nah. that ain't street cred. Yeah, I done that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah I didn't even think, true that. <laughs> Everybody can do that. Yeah, hey, come on. <laughs> I might even knock the motherfucker out. Shakur couldn't even do that. I know. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. No, but it's 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 all a big game. I mean, these guys act like, like we're talking about absolute fractions of pennies compared to what these heavyweights is making overseas. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's ridiculous. Look, Shakur looks like in the ring, and uh, when it comes to fighting these other guys... He looks like he's just backing up, moving in the other direction. And look, man, I don't blame Like, people want to hate, oh, Lomachenko ducking. Like, that motherfucker ain't been through Bullshit. the ring of fire At his age? Why would you want that? Come well, on. Come on, man. That dude has entertained everybody with come forward action fights his entire career, and you want him to just get fucking fainted to death? So let me tell you something. So
1: I saw an interview this week. And just because you brought up Loma, I want to bring this up. Calvin Ford had an interview this past week. And, yeah. And, uh... He basically said, as much as, you know, I had a vision for Tank. I, I know who I wanted his next opponent to be. Sometimes the fighter just does not allow that. He wanted to fight the best available. Basically saying, I think pretty much that he wanted Esau Cruz. He wanted that Esau Cruz rematch for Tank. But Tank oh. apparently wants a big fight. Ken, do you think? I think it's a possibility that that might be Vasily Lomachenko.
0: You have been on that.
1: I don't know. I, I think they watched that last fight and said, I think that Haney fight and said,
0: I think now may be the time. I don't know.
1: Not that Lomachenko looked bad.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I have no idea. I, you've been talking about this for a minute. Where are you at now? Is it 50-50? I, I look, it's it's a fucking pipe dream is really what it is. Yeah. But that
1: statement, I, when I heard it, I said, who else could it be? Yeah. It's not Haney. Haney's at 140. He's not fighting at 135. Gosh. Who else could it be? That would be a big fight you want to fight the best, like Cambosis?
0: Uh based off of the the strategy that they've been using for his career, they're but gonna go can't... with they're gonna go with the oldest fighter, so it would be Loma. So why if, if their strategy is to let people become vulnerable or let them become exposed and then jump on them, right. which is the Floyd Mayweather way, that's the blueprint. I mean, I know he's not with Floyd anymore. Right. But that don't mean he don't be playing that handbook. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still see Santa Claus Elderby. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Jesus. Yeah. He went from eyeliner-pin fucking mustache to a strap-on Santa. I like, you believe that shit? I like
1: the Santa look much better. He look yeah. like a
0: goofball with that lined-up goatee. Yeah, it protects that fucking, that slobber face he makes when Floyd walks by. He'd be like, ah. <laughs> He'd be loving that. He'd be loving that nut sweat. You know what I'm saying? Jesus. <laughs> oh, but it's true. Yeah. You know, you're laughing because it's true. It is. All right. All right. Let's get to this fight preview, Vin. We've got a big pay-per-view card. We got a fight that is, look, I think the Andre fan base is a little bit concocted. I think there's three (laughs) or four people that have a lot of burner accounts here, right? There's something something going on here because uh, we got some Demetrius Andre buzz. But look, here's the thing. He's taking on David. Benavidez mm. a man much younger than him right mm. a man this will be by far the most dangerous fighter he's ever fought right but let me ask you this knowing the route in which uh, Demetrius Andrade has I don't know swerved and slid and steered and all the paths and sidesteps and you know his little his little jaunts through the force when he gets lost or whatever how does all of that how does his career playbook end here. I'm still trying to understand why he's taking this fight. He literally stole about $21 million, probably more from Eddie Hearn for no work at all, basically, for fucking light work. So how, explain to me the rationale behind Demetrius Andrade, his calculation going, well, I'm going to go from D level to David Benavidez. you
1: You don't think Luke Keeler's good prep
0: Oh, the best. <laughs> he's definitely the best. I, you
1: know, it's so hard when you look at Andre's career yeah. and, and and to think that he's prepared for a guy like David Benavidez. Like, dude, this is like David Benavidez, the Mexican monster, right? He's like, now I'm ready. He's 26 years old. David Benavidez seems to be at a point where he's about ready to peak as a fighter. He looked really good. He looks Again, memoed to death. He He does. He does, and he looked really good last fight against yep. Caleb Plant, and that's maybe the best I've seen him look. And and, and he was just he was relentless. Yeah. And, and you know I, I think there's a bit of fraudulence to Caleb Plant, so I'll take a you know that with a great salt. Sweet
0: we yeah, Sweet Sweetham sweet sweet do
1: be yeah, a shoe yeah. a little bit. He be he a little sweet. Yeah. I was there was highlights of that fight going around this week, and they're showing him Caleb throw these nice three four punch combos, but literally just being like tap it. Let me get that back,
0: <laughs> Lil Travis Kelsey. Uh, yeah, Lil, yeah, there's some serious Travis Kelsey shit going on there. That's how do RNGs be doing it though. <laughs>
1: that's a great
0: fucking analogy for Caleb Plitt. Uh,
1: and you know, Benavidez looked absolutely fantastic in that fight. I think Boo Boo Andre, as much as he is underprepared and had some shitty opponents and may have ducked fighters, may have been ducked. I don't. I have no idea. This guy's career is an anomaly. It is one-of-a-kind retarded. I could never figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) You know, people will study this career path forever because the guy's gotten rich. I mean, absolutely stuffed his pockets for nothing. He's just a better fighter than Caleb Plant at the end of the day. He's a more refined fighter. He's got a little bit more power. Uh, He's got the same level of athleticism. Whether he has that at 168, I don't really know. But I think he puts up a better fight than Caleb Plant. How much better? You know, that that's gonna depend on a lot of fucking things. And I know the people like you are, you've been on David Benavidez on this fight forever. I've been on the side of Benavidez on this fight forever. But it's something weird about the week of a fight or the two or three weeks leading up to a fight. And I start thinking about shit and I start watching videos. And I haven't done that in a long time. And I'm like.
0: Well you have to for Demetrius. Well you do. You have to do research. I mean I mean, yeah, sometimes
1: <laughs> I'm be honest, his fights were not appointment television for the last two or three years. No. It's they just weren't. Um I think this fight might be a problem for, for for David Benavidez, Ken. I don't know if he loses this fight, but this fight is going to frustrate him way more than he's ever been frustrated in a ring. Demetrius Andres ha- has a little tinge of that Shakur Stevenson in him, Kim.
0: Oh, well, let's not mistake the speed here, okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because this is where... Yeah, the, the speed does not compare. This is where the the fighting, the career's worth of of, of C D couple Bs thrown in there, right? Mm-hmm. This is where, when you step up to the A level... Look, I'm not... Do not mistake that I am not putting David Benavidez on the same... Level as Terence Crawford, Usyk, and way. Okay, right. he's not. He's just not there. Right. He's Would not. You put he, Canelo he, above them. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. fuck, fuck Canelo. Yeah. Fuck Canelo. <laughs> the, this ain't a. Don't try to shoehorn that motherfucker into this conversation. <laughs> um, but here's the thing. Like this is a different level. Like so, David Benavidez is not on that 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 elite level. Right. The, the pound for pound elite level but he's certainly a much higher level than Demetrius Andrade's ever faced. So this is where I think where the rubber meets the road with Demetrius Andrade is that, yeah, he looks fast and slick and electric. and He's snacking. Against these D, C, and B level fighters, mm-hmm. right? But when you have a guy that's much bigger than you, that's completely memoed out, like you said, that's trending in one direction, okay? okay. Yes, I do agree with you. He is going to chase around, and Andre's goofy ass is going to make it look make uh, Benavidez look dumb in spots. I uh, yeah. I do believe this. At the end of the day, there is there's just two different mentalities here. Mm-hmm. Okay, one guy is going to fight to not get knocked out at the end of the day. All right, mm-hmm. because that's in his he has the ability to fight that way. Like you said, he's got a little Shakur in him that way. But what we're going to see, what we're going to be most surprised about in this fight is how fucking slow Andre looks even against David Benavides. He may still be the faster of the two foot mm. speed-wise, but a 36-year-old who's been who's uh, you know supposedly this great athlete in the ring. Yeah, we'll see what happens when he steps up to the A-level. Let's Whoa. see how much a guy that's been a professional boxer for 15 years yeah. stepping up to take his first big fight. Um I think that he is going to get the absolute brakes beaten off of him when this thing ends. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's going it, uh, to be. a the lines of plant. I think it's going it's, it's to be much worse. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Dem- Demetrius Andre is going to get knocked the fuck out in this. Like laid out. Yeah. He's going to yeah, probably go through the ropes or something like, <laughs> you know, because he's got a horrible gas tank at this weight. He is not electric uh, past the seventh or eighth round. He will be right where David Benavidez wants him. Yeah, I'd be right in his fucking crosshairs and all that goofy shit that he's gonna try in the ring. None of that shit. You look, Mister Moonshine can fucking give you all the handies in the world. That (laughs) is not going to make it happen. Right? Like it's not going to will this into existence. (sighs) If I'm wrong, I'll I'll fucking stand up and. I'll tuck my dick between my balls. Whatever you guys want me to do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, <laughs> Not any. I don't want
1: you to do that because I'm here and I don't want to be in the same room when that happens.
0: Look, I, I know I sound like it's impossible for fucking uh, Andre to win this. Uh huh. I just see there's no tape. There's no evidence. I I see nothing. Nothing. He's done nothing. I just boiled it down to the little burnt crust in the bottom of the pan. I, I, he's done nothing. Uh, I, I, you are 100% correct. <laughs> so if he's going to do something, it's going to be when he's 36. <laughs> <laughs> hey, some would say that I didn't get my life together until 36. <laughs> uh, yeah, some of us, yeah. But I was a much better fighter at 30. <laughs>
1: yes, yes, yes. Especially 26. <laughs> yeah. Um, here's a deal. I think this could be a tough, like, I think the first five or six rounds are going to be really tough for uh, for Benavidez. I agree. I think he's going to struggle a little bit and I think he's going to get caught. I think he could get caught even to the point where we've seen Benavidez and his, he's he just got a nature to come forward with his hands, like at his ribs. Yeah. And he, he likes to come up with his punches and kind of lunge forward. Andrade being a Southpaw, Andrade being kind of offbeat, just rhythmically weird fighter. I don't even know how you prepare for it. I can see fucking Andrade catching him and dropping Benavidez coming in on a flash knockdown type of like off balance, just drops, gets right back up. Not hurt at all, but just being a a product of being aggressive and off balance and Andre's slick
0: Southpaw style. I'll give you five dollars if that happens. Hey, I'll take it. five dollars. I'll take it. Okay, I'll take okay. it. Five dollars. But look, I, the,
1: the point after that is at a, at a certain point in this fight, like you said, Andre's gas tank is his gas tank. He is going to get caught up to at some point by Benavides. Can he serve, fucking survive late? Because I think he'll build up an, a nice little lead. If that is there, he may be able to make this fight close enough, Ken? My prediction is this fight is a draw, brother. Oh, I think
0: this fight is going to be a draw. If this fight is a draw, then David Benavidez will need to apologize just like Shakur (laughs) Stevenson did. Seriously, he'll need to hold a press conference and, and, and a candlelight vigil because then every notion of him being competitive with Canelo goes out the door, and here's why. There is a nastiness In a power, uh, like a powerful nastiness, aggressiveness Mm -hmm. to Canelo Alvarez, that I think David Benavidez also possesses.
1: I think Benavidez possesses more.
0: I think that if Bubu Andrade could just be, like, in the picture with those two, like, if they were together and Mm -hmm. he could just like photobomb it, I think he'd be good with that. I I just think that's there's no hunger, there's nothing. A guy like Demetrius Andre, you would have to be more talented than Floyd Mayweather to be able to enter the ring without having that low of drive. And to be a professional fighter and to literally have taken the easiest road possible your entire career— what's your so you're so you have the mentality to go in there and dig deep when the big guy's bearing down on you yeah, that that's something that is complete. it's an unknown Demetrius Andre is mentally soft, and that's why he will get the brakes beaten off of him late in this fight. I, I mean, I think that's the most likely
1: outcome in this yeah. fight. if I'm being honest, it, you know, yeah, that's the most likely outcome. I just for some reason to me, it's weird. what's weird, the weirdest thing about this fucking fight mm-hmm. why? Does Team Andre feel like this was their time to take a shot? That's like, what I'm saying. It's I don't get it weird. at all. Weird. It's fucking weird, and that says to me not just because a team thinks they see something that they can beat this guy. You still got to go in a ring and do it. You know whether you. Oh, I see. I can see. I land this shot. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you can land that shot a couple of times, but this guy's not going to stop coming at you. So there's a big difference in seeing something, seeing an opening, and being able to beat a guy. Yeah. But it's just weird, man. I like all of this time you've wanted you want to build to this canelo fight i get us the quickest route to the canelo fight yep but david benavidez like wouldn't you just wait another i
0: i, I don't know it just seems fucking weird to me man well m- maybe this literally is the only path to canelo because canelo thinks andre's a fucking joke he does you know oh, what i mean oh absolutely he thinks he's an he's absolute... not
1: gonna get picked unless he gets that beats benavidez There's the, no w- way.
0: the way that canelo addresses benavidez and when he talks about him, when he's not around, and the way that he talks about Demetrius oh, Andre, yeah, yeah, like Benavidez, he doesn't like to broach the subject too much. He's like, "Yeah, I'll fight anybody, but I don't like." At one point, he said, "I don't even want to fight a Mexican after the Chavez fight." Right? Yeah. So, so, so here we go. You know, like he he looks at them differently. I I think that Andre um, has shown poor judgment his entire career. So I just think that it makes sense in a in a sense if you if you use if you use boo boo logic. <laughs> It would make I don't sure. even know what that is. <laughs> I don't mean either. <laughs> I, I can never figure it out, but I'm trying to piece it together here, right? <laughs> I got all the yarn and all the fucking thumbtacks out because if you if you really did sit down and try to break down, and like talk yourself into like, oh, Boo Boo gonna win this thing easy.
1: <laughs> that's not. This isn't like a. You remember like when we were walking into uh, or we were going to Julian Williams and, and Jared Hurd? This that kind of fight, like yes, going into it. I don't think we get that. Like you're not, we're not going to see Andre drop, you know, Benavidez two times and dominate eight rounds. That's not going to happen. Like it did for Julie. You know what I mean? No, it's not that fight. The odds may say that, but there's no way we see something like that. Oh,
0: out. I think we're dealing with much better talent here between Andre and 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 Demi. At the end of the day, yeah, yeah. At yeah, the yeah. time that that fight happened,
1: oh, it was just the right matchup.
0: Yeah, and they both were still heading in the right direction it's It's a great fight probably yeah it's probably the best live fight i've been to besides well that three yeah that and matisse provodnikov yeah you know, those are yeah. two, two really good ones that we went to. Uh, but anyways, uh, shit, fucking Lomachenko and Lenares was a great fight. Yeah, that was a really good fight. You very know? competitive for the first seven, eight rounds. Yeah, absolutely. Dude, fucking Jose Ramirez, Josh Taylor was a good fight. It was. We've been to some good ones. We have. We are very blessed. We are very <laughs> Um All right, so my prediction is this, Vin, okay? Uh-huh. I've been on the David Benavidez hype train all along. I don't think – I think that uh, uh, Andre definitely sneaks some rounds. I think the tide turns quicker than maybe we would some would anticipate anyways Mm -hmm. right um i think david benavidez is there for the long haul i think we see a couple things exposed in this demetrius andre looks a little bit slower because of his speed but i also think that his power sort of bounces off of the bigger benavidez in a surprising way I, i i i think that uh he's not gonna have anything to offer there so eventually the outcome will be um, a grinding down in the end. I'm calling for a 10th round stoppage mm. by David Benavidez. I think that uh, he knocks him down a couple times, in the, uh, uh, and while he's flailing through the ropes, the, uh, the ref comes over and waves it off. So
1: under mm-hmm. 10 and a half, I think mean, you can get that at plus money. Now, that you're, you're predicting 10, so that could be, you
0: know. Yeah, I mean, look, man, I think it ends, and I could be wrong. It could go the distance. Uh, Andre's goofy ass could carry this thing all the way to the end. And if he does, it doesn't fucking matter. Mm-hmm. I still think the same thing applies. But I just believe that we're dealing with two different types of mentalities. Yeah. One is a killer, and the other guy is like, hmm, how can we steal that shit without getting killed? <laughs> <laughs> so. That <is> perfect. Because <laughs> that, that's kind of got to be the approach. They got to steal it. They, 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 they have do, to. Dude, Andre is going to have to make a statement to win this. He's going to have to be the, the best thing Andre could do. I don't think he's going to because I think that shit would get met with mad resistance. He just needs to surprise the fuck out of of, of Benavidez and just come at him at the opening bell and see what happens. Ooh, that is a big mistake. <laughs> that is a big mistake. Well, Andre may just be the guy to do it.
1: I expect a very Andre-esque yeah. performance. Very silly. And he's gonna do his best to do exactly what you said. <laughs> Avoid getting hurt and, and and try to make Benavidez look silly. Yeah. Try to make him get off balance. He try will. to make him he miss. Will. Uh, it's just how long can he do it for? I, that's that's my thing. I don't I don't know. I wanna pick Benavidez. Go with your gut. B- you know, I, I can see a draw more than anything.
0: But give me boo-boo by decision. Could he just change his prediction on the show? Give me boo-boo by decision. All right. Hey, man. Look, we don't always agree. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, Dexter dominated Randall. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Shit. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Shit. (laughs) Hey, there ain't no sweat off of fucking Randall. He's still the best bro ever to sling it. In in my humble opinion. Uh, He's up there for sure. Uh, But Randall could throw it further than... Oh, uh, him and Warren. Warren Moon. Well, could. Vic could toss it, too. Yeah, him and Warren. Warren could chuckle ball. He gets no love these days. Well, that's, yeah, well, well, that's true. He doesn't. <laughs> that's because I think 30,000 of his career passing yards happened in Canada, so that doesn't happen. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> For the fucking Trudeau art.
1: wasn't running shit back then. That shit counts. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Trudeau gay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, all right, let's see. What else we got here? We got on the undercard, Vin. We've got a slobber knocker. You, you have been, uh, you don't fanboy much, but you've been Fucking pumping this one up, that's for sure. Subrio Matias versus Soju John Urgeshev. What you got? Ken, these guys are, are wrecking balls, both of them. They yeah, just come good forward, matchup.
1: they throw punches. They're not very fundamentally sound. Urgeshev kind of fa- – he, he's – hey, Ken, the Uzbeks are here. He's an <laughs> Uzbek. He made it.
0: We got one. We got one. Yeah, they should (laughs) have taken I do. They should have flown boats. That's that's a long (laughs) boat ride.
1: (laughs) This dude's a slick, snappy fucking Southpaw. He's unorthodox. Uh, He comes forward. He throws power shots. He looks to finish fucking fighters. He is uh, a fucking great fighter to watch. And Matias is the same way. He is maybe the most destructive wrecking ball in boxing. I, I, I mean, I don't like to, like, I don't say this proudly, but I literally. Didn't really know who he was. Went to a Tiafimo Lopez card 2019 at the MGM Grand Casino in D.C. And he was in the co-main against Maxim Dadashev. And I was going there thinking, oh, I get to see Dadashev. Young, you know, upcoming talent, trained by Buddy McGirt. Fucking Matias absolutely puts on just a, I mean, just a unbelievable performance. And Dadashev, you know, passes away after the fight
0: ever since Oh, uh, an actual killer
1: yeah yes I mean, and this guy is is a serious fucking problem he just seems to just no matter he'll get hurt he'll get caught and and both of these guys are going to get caught and hurt and probably dropped in this fight matias just does not stop I and mean, he's minus 425 i think that's way high i think ergichev has a very good chance to win this fight but uh you're going to go you're going to wa- literally walk through
0: hell to beat matias i mean walk through hell <laughs> People forget fucking Sergey got a body too. Yeah, Kovalev. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean, yeah, dude, uh, yeah, that's fucking wild, man. Yeah, Matias is a fucking wrecking ball, man. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Soju John, Danielson, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I get down. <laughs> Look, dude, this is this is serious, like fight of the year shit. Like yeah. this is no joke. Well, what about Robert Guerrero, Andre Berto too?
1: <laughs> I mean, I, that's the first fight I'm tuning in for. You think they collected an AARP on this one? I, I hope they are. So- I'd like to give it to them <laughs> if I could. Like you know, if they if I could like uh, pay on the side to their purse, I would.
0: Do you think that that this thing gets violent enough that Berto comes away with his butt cheek eyes? Dude, th- that
1: first fight was great. Berto, they're eighty. Both of them. I, oh, I know. <laughs> Trust me. But I'm just speaking from what they gave us in the past. Yeah. Both of them were in some really good fucking fights. They were. Were, uh, you know, maybe, you the know, PBC just kind of turned them into jokes. That's all. They did. They served up Robert DeKeefe to start it off. Yeah. Keep wrong. busting him <laughs> up.
0: Dude, Robert
1: fought though. He did. He tried. He tried. what
0: that motherfucker blown up featherweight.
1: <laughs> yeah. I dude, I I as a as an old older boxing fan, I'm all for it. Yeah. I'm all for it. Yeah,
0: I'm up, I'm all for it too. I've always been a fan of these two in some weird way. You know what I mean? I like Robert Guerrero's story, but I'm I, look. This Somebody is, getting knocked out. Bottom line is Robert Guerrero ain't a six-time world champion. All right. That's like Clarissa saying she 13 times when she only got 12 fights.
1: <laughs> hey, you remember Berto was saying that, that Al had something big in the pipeline a little, you know, month, or, month or so back. You didn't realize it was the rematch. Everybody man. was like,
0: oh, PBC on Netflix? Nah, young. <laughs> Guerrero, too. <laughs> oh, man, I love it. Um, ben, it is official. Okay, the day of reckoning in Saudi Arabia. They have opened up the money bin in the desert um, because Saudi Arabia is going to be hosting what at the end of the day is uh, a, a grandiose holiday showcase card, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but there's some good matchups on here. It's not just a showcase. Yeah, there's a couple guys on here that have some uh you know some light touches, but let's be real here, dude. These fights are official. Anthony Joshua versus Otto Valen, Deontay Wilder versus Joseph Parker, Dimitri Ball versus Lyndon Arthur, and Daniel Dubois versus Jarrell Miller. I know what people are going to say. Well, Joshua's definitely going to dominate Otto Valine. Look, eh. man, Otto Valine did a number on Tyson Fury. This is a real fucking fight. They'll be looking at each other nose-to-nose, mm-hmm. eye-to-eye. Valine is a big guy who South, can box. Southpaw, he's got some athleticism. This is going to be a massive question mark. And this could be the fight that throws the uh, the wrench in the proverbial sp- Spokesman Look, of I saw, that Joshua Wilder fight.
1: I, I saw people posting the amateur footage where Joshua absolutely absolutely dominates Violet and the amateurs. Yeah. This is completely different, yeah. folks. That you can't point to that for what's going to happen here. It's not like Valen's scared of, to to back a guy down with size he did at the Tyson Fury. And Joshua's had
0: quite a fucking heavyweight career already. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: He's got a hell of a it's resume. it been a fucking roller coaster ride. Yeah. yeah. Hey, look, as, as far as all the heavyweights in this era goes, Joshua's been – he's fought everybody. He Gosh. literally has. He hasn't fought
0: Fury yet, but outside of that, everybody. But he's going right for Wilder now and yeah. then Fury after that.
1: Yeah. So, I, look, it's – yeah, I, you got to show respect to Joshua more than
0: any of these current heavyweights. Absolutely. Um, but that doesn't bring down the Boeing meter no, for no, no, you no. when it comes to Deontay Wilder versus Joseph Parker because that, that is... thing has been a diamond cutter for a decade. Yeah. Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, dude, I forget. You know, I'm just like I forgot all about it, and then as soon as the, the words were spoken in the correct order with the verses in between, uh, it's oh just God. talking <laughs> about Wilder Parker like it's a verse in the Bible. Dude, I mean, <laughs> I, I, it's just to me. I think it's a great style matchup. Uh, it's it just has look. Joseph Parker's got a fucking chin on him. I know he got. He's been dropped by guys. He usually gets dropped late when he's tired, but he usually gets up. Um if he can have, I know he's stunk for the last five years, but if he can have any level of throwback. <laughs> so has Wilder. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> if you're, I, I get it. Wilder's got the eliminator. Yes, he always has the eliminator against everybody. It exists. Wilder has been so fucking inactive and old. I don't know what to expect from this guy either. So uh, this. Fight- and in most of the one hitter quitters, Wilder has been losing. Uh, He's been getting out-boxed. I think in the second Ortiz fight, he was down 7-0. Dude,
0: he was losing to Spielka. He was losing to fucking uh, uh, John Ruiz. Was it John Ruiz? (laughs) (laughs) Paul Molina. Yes, Paul Molina. Uh, John Molina.
1: John Molina. (laughs) (laughs) Get to (laughs) Zichapa. I don't even know what to say about it. it. Just to me, it should be the main event. I think it's the better fight. I think it's got fight of the year possibilities. I think both guys can get dropped. I could see Joseph Parker absolutely just landing one clean on Wilder's chin. He's got plenty of power to he's drop a big Wilder. Big boy, big boy. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's gonna, I think it's just going to be a great fight.
0: Look, uh, I'll put it to you like this: If Joseph Parker comes in at two hundred and thirty-five to two hundred and forty pounds, he has a chance. If he comes in at two fifty-five, he's getting knocked out in the seventh.
1: That's my. That's been my biggest thing with Parker was when he was at his best, he was.
0: 238 he had fast hands and light feet for a heavyweight
1: and and guess what he made a he was our obviously wbo champion for a while before he lost to joshua he made a lot of fucking money in australia Mm -hmm. as as a young fucking fighter i mean 23 24 young guy i think that kind of fucking ruined him he became a little bit of a star over there
0: dude he had the fucking burger king the only other fighter in the world that had the Burger King escorting him to the ring was Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, what was he? Kill- he was
1: killing it in New Zealand and Australia. It's like this guy's he became a star, and it fucked with him.
0: Yeah. No. Well, he met Tyson Fury. <laughs> no, that, yeah, that didn't help. And apparently, wasn't Joseph Parker uh, accused of? some conspiracy to like mule methamphetamine or something like that. Oh yeah, he was in a meth he was tied up in a meth ring for <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> that's so wild. Yeah. That just kind of went away. Hey man, just make a few funny videos, man. You can cl- <laughs> clean up your I- image real quick, right? He made some great music videos during the uh He did. He did <laughs> during the pandemic. Um Dimitri Bivol returns against Lyndon Arthur to defend his WBA light uh, heavyweight title. That's a softball. Daniel Dubois versus Jarrell Miller. Jarrell Miller looks like he's been feasting on African wildlife. <laughs> <laughs> In his absence, he looks enormous. He looks like Mark Henry peak, World Strongest Man WWF bit. I, I'm trying to figure out how you hurt the man. Like how do you? How does one hurt this guy? Dubois. Well, punch him in the dick. That's his technique. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he did to Usyk, right? <laughs> Just give him a little tip flick. Yeah. Uh,
1: catch him right on the base. I
0: wouldn't be feeling too confident after squaring off against Jarrell Miller. Looking at him, it's like, dude, does, can I bring a baseball bat into the ring, please? Yeah. I, I, <laughs> it doesn't seem fair. It, it doesn't. I, I, but what the fuck does Jarrell Miller This is have? going
1: to be a sloppy heavyweight fight. Yes. Man. And Jarrell Miller's going to try to drag Dubois into the later rounds because we all know Dubois stinks. (laughs) They're both going to be hooked up to oxygen. I don't know what's going to happen here. Maybe for, you know, Jarrell Miller's sake, they're not drug testing over there in the desert. Because this fight is like four weeks away, five weeks away.
0: Yeah, I'm sure uh, Vada's going to (laughs) be knocking on the hotel rooms in Saudi Arabia. I don't think so. Yeah, Yeah. I don't think so either. And who really cares? Let these men do their thing. Please. Um, yeah, dude, I'm looking forward to it. This is fucking fantastic for the Christmas season. It is. Yeah, it's gonna be Wankfest. And and think about it. The spectacle, like the amount of money that was invested in the production quality of the Fury and Ganu fight, what they're gonna do for this fight with all these big names, dude, it's going to be amazing. I don't care where the money comes from. I'm glad somebody's taking interest. They can take a seemingly dying a on life support division, mm-hmm. right? And revive it. Yeah. And revive fights that we thought were lost because these, if these guys are all left to wander in their own devices, they'll be making rap albums. Oh, you know what I'm saying? God, Wilder was so hey, awful. You hear that new DSG, John? Oh, that John, that <sighs> hot. Yeah, he like tight, right, flight. <laughs> I. <laughs> he used the same word like three times and like. <laughs> Modern rap is. Is like the highest paid form of legal retardation. Champagne really for the is.
1: pain. Pain. Make the pussy rain. rain. <laughs> yes. That was fucking outstanding. Oh. God, I love that guy. I fucking love that guy.
0: <laughs> I think him and Wilder should have a rap battle.
1: Champagne for the pain.
0: And Clarissa, Who could be the fourth person in there? <laughs> There's been some hits dropped recently. Oh, my God. You know? Yeah. It's been awesome, too. All right, so Tyson Fury versus Oleksandr Usyk has also been announced, mm-hmm. right? And this is February 17th, the zone pay per view, Saudi Arabia, all the belts on the line. And the introductory press conference, the announcement for this thing was pretty fucking funny. Let me tell you what I saw from the gigantic, I don't know, six foot seven ish in heels, <laughs> six foot nine, right. fat bald Englishman, uh-huh. right? I saw a man who's overcompensating for a tiny picker. (laughs) I think think Nganu made whatever reach the man had has now been relegated to permanent shriveled dicky-doo status. He was yelling so loud and being so obnoxious and fucking Usak's sitting there laughing at him going, more, more, yes, 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 more, you are a funny man, more, more. It's just, yeah. I it seemed like Fury's like I've never seen him try so hard. He shook after the Anganu fight, dude. He knows he's fucked. That's yeah. That's, that's not a confidence booster.
1: No, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not, and it's not something you're gonna get over until you get back
0: in the ring. But he wasn't trying, Vin. He'll be serious this time. Yeah. Well, if you ain't confident in what you what you're swinging, Ken. What did you think about the headbutt move at the, uh, at the face-off, though?
1: I mean, look, it's, like, it's all part of the promotion. I get it. But you it's... just
0: cut your head in the Nganu fight.
1: What yeah, are you doing? Yeah, yeah. And it seemed like people were like, hey, like, why?" it's almost like he doesn't want to fight, Ken. <laughs> look, I, I see a lot of people thinking, like, Fury's going to back out of this or something's going to happen. It's going to be an injury in camp type of deal fury can beat him anyway he's got 10 ways he to can't beat him. afford look uh, the bottom line is he cannot afford to walk away from this fight or avoid this fight after that performance against ngano to me his entire legacy is on the line are you the, just the guy who beat an old klitschko and and then had your incident and ran from the rematch and then beat wilder three times or beat wilder twice and fought to a draw one two and time? a half times yeah I, you know, if that's the legacy, and then you, you had this hiccup against Ngannou and you lose to Usyk, well, that takes some serious shine off that fucking, I, you know, I'll beat any man born from his mother. Yeah, nah. nah. Yeah, uh-uh.
0: yeah, the bit doesn't work anymore. No, It's misaligned with what our eyes saw in his last performance. Yeah, And I just think it's hilarious that there's people out there that that's serious thought pressure. that that was him not being serious. I mean, I, I get, I understand. A you pers- don't
1: want to get embarrassed. Who wants to get embarrassed? If you could stop getting embarrassed
0: by your actions, yeah. you would do it. It just takes a, a move. And it, it's somebody as dim-witted as Mauricio Solomon, I expect this 100%. But to try to lift Fury up. Make him still seem to be something that wasn't exposed against Nganu. You do this by putting Nganu in the top 10 heavyweight rankings in the WBC. Awful. No, you take Tyson Fury, you strip his fat, sorry ass, (laughs) you say, You suck. OK, you don't you don't fucking take the guy that exposed him and fucking prop him up. How, how about did you hear Mauricio talking shit about
1: Ring Magazine and how they they have no integrity and they. Yeah. And, and they're stain on the sport. And, yeah, dude. Mer- yeah. You come on, man. That was some of the most ridiculously hypocritical, uh, unaware, self-unaware bullshit yeah. that you expect from that just fat bloviating. Just dude. You want to talk about a stain on the fucking sport? You, sir. Go find a fucking mirror. Yeah. You are the problem. Yeah. One of one of many, but you are one of the main
0: problems. Mauricio Solomon is a mustard stain on a fat man's shirt after crushing hot dogs.
1: Got no desire to help improve the sport. No. Oh, Ken, they're gonna have their convention this year and they're going to mandate all of these
0: great fights. Mandate them. They don't happen. They're just mandated. Look, here's an analogy for what Mauricio Solomon is to boxing, right? It would be like sitting in a poker game, 400-man tournament, right? (laughs) 400-man tournament, Mm -hmm. and you make it all the way down to the final table. And it's you and another guy in a stack of cash. And then here comes big fat Mauricio Suleiman who pulls up a chair and deals him in with two, deals himself in with two players left in the game, plays one hand, and takes all the money that you worked so fucking hard for. Even if you lose, he takes 11%. Still takes it. (laughs) So what's your purpose? Yeah, it's like talking shit about
1: Ring Magazine. Like, dude, it's a completely arbitrary, voted on, like by writers, and they're owned by. Golden boy. Buddy, shut the fuck up, man.
0: You're owned by whoever gobbles your cock, dude. Exactly. It's so fucking pathetic, man. It really is. Yeah, these sanctioning body guys, they need to go. Yeah. They need to go. They're fucking done. As far as I'm concerned, if you hold the ring magazine belt, you're the fucking champion. All the other ones can suck my dick.
1: (laughs) Simple as that. That's why I want us donned and displayed here on this set.
0: Yep. Yep. The
1: pound for pound, motherfucking
0: king. Fucking son. fifteen years of blood, sweat, and tears. <laughs> <laughs>
1: why, why Canelo face on there? <laughs>
0: You're supposed to take that off and put it's my so, face
1: on. It's it. so funny that we. Uh, it's like the guy we've talked about most shit about on the show over the years, and we have his ring magazine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck Canelo. We just we're just talking shit to his fans. That's all.
0: That's all. That's all it is. Canelo eye. Canelo eye. I have the same jammies. Oh, yeah. I, got the, I got them panda ones, them silk oh, yeah. panda ones. You got that panda print? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, that shit wouldn't be rubbing on your jaw be nice. <laughs> it do be. It do be. Oh, man. Fury and Usyk. Let's hope it comes around the corner. But I, like you, Vin, I'm not predicting anything. But I wouldn't be surprised if Fury doesn't go through with it. Uh, look, he, he cannot afford to do it. He cannot afford to do that.
1: There's $50 million on the table.
0: There is. And, and and look, with the way that Eddie Hearn and Anthony Joshua and everybody's doing business with the Saudis, he needs to stay good with the Saudis too, because they're mm. the ones that are gonna be fucking paying for this shit. Well, you know us big, son. They they brought a slide to the face off. Sly. You see them fucking sides of his
1: hands in that picture where he, yes. he puts his mitt up and it's like, dude, that is a fucking
0: bear paw. How much I mean, how many times do you think he fucking broke his hands, like in training for the movies? Well, like is... when he beat the fuck out of that side of meat? <laughs> There's there's nothing more to say
1: for that than HGH works, folks. It does. You can actually grow at yeah. an old age.
0: Yes, you can fight a grizzly bear at 80. <laughs> and do whatever you need to do. Yeah. yeah. All right, then. Well, let's get out of here, man. Uh, Jam packed episode after back to back quickies. Yeah, A hey. bunch of two pump chumps in the hey, last, we last still couple episodes. We got episode. it, son. We still,
1: <laughs> we Once do. a month, I can throw down. Yeah, son.
0: yeah. Anyone can't get it. You know what I'm saying? Anyone can't get it. All right, so that was episode 376. Uh, we'll be back next week with the post fight. From David Benavides versus Demetrius Andrade and much, much more. We got a big boxing holiday season around the corner. Follow the show at The Boxing Rant. Follow Vin at Vince Cummings 81. Video available on Spotify and on X. Audio, Spotify, Apple, anywhere it plays. We'll see you next time on The Boxing Rant Podcast. Muchas gracias, everybody.